Let's go! Welcome to the Side Yard Sidebar. Grab your drink of the night and pull up a chair. Make yourself comfortable as we bring you discussion with substance and some of the best visitors from Boise and beyond. This is the Side Yard Sidebar. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Side Yard Sidebar. Uh, I'm Dusty. I'm your host and producer, co-host and producer. Um, and you may be asking, where's Zach? Well, Zach has asked to take a little time off of the uh, the podcast side of the Side Yard Enterprises, Entertainment Enterprises. Um, and so he's going to be co-hosting some here and there, but he's got a busy schedule and he just wants to take care of stuff. So I was talking to a few friends. And one of them is here to co-host Hello. tonight. It's Lauren. Yay! Welcome. Thank to you. To the Side Yard Sidebar. You've been on here many times. I have. As Thanks the, for having uh, me again. What, teacher edition. Yep. Um, and so, welcome back. Thanks. I'm excited to have you here because we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart. But uh, first, let's talk drink of the night. You brought, yes. you brought me a wonderful drink of the night. I did. What, how did you discover these, by the way? Uh, a friend of mine came to me. We were, you know, hanging out, social distancing or whatever in the <laughs> front yard with our children. And she asked, have you tried those Truly Lemonades? So I was like, oh, I've had Trulys. And she goes, no, the Truly Lemonade. So much better. Oh, my gosh. So she brought some over one time. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. I wish I had this all summer because oh, yeah. um, I don't like Trulys. They were too sugar tasting, like weird to me. But... Truly, this one's mango lemonade is incredible. It's so good. And I've heard the opposite from friends that are like, oh, the lemonades are too aspartame or something like no. that. And I disagree. I totally disagree. Yeah. I've had the strawberry lemonade is my favorite. Oh, the black cherry lemonade is my favorite. It's so yep, good. Have those <laughs> I've had those too. And even, even they're just lemonade is like a Mike's hard lemonade. If yeah. you like Mike's, you'll like you'll the like Truly this. lemonade. Yep. So I'm, I'm rocking the mango lemonade tonight. And it's... Uh, it's perfect. What are you yeah. having tonight? Well, today I was at the store with my son because we're out of milk for like the millionth time in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put my order in on the app <laughs> and we we're cruising down the aisle and I saw some of the not your father's root beer and I haven't had that in a long time and it sounded really good. So not your night. father's is not regular root beer. It is not. It, it is, is an adult only root beer. Yes. And how's, I don't, I've never had one. I'll leave one in your fridge. Sounds or two. great. They're great. Um, it's hard to tell that there's any alcohol in it at all. And I've Ooh. actually had it over ice cream and it is amazing. Oh shoot. I was just <laughs> thinking, I wonder if we could have it over ice it cream. It is very good. Okay. So, so the answer is yes, we yes. can do that. Yes. Well, awesome. I will leave some here for you. Okay. Then that's probably what I'm going to have for dessert tomorrow. Yes, you're welcome. Or breakfast. Nope. Um, no, we're going to be teaching. No. Tomorrow's a school day. Tomorrow's a school day, which leads into the next thing. Lauren and I are both teachers at Taft Elementary. Woohoo! And we are in the midst of virtual teaching. Yes. Distance learning. Distance How's learning. How's it going for you so far? Uh, I'm surviving. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, lots of deep breaths. Um, mm -hmm. Lots of truly lemonades when I get home from work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you know, honestly, it is going better than I anticipated, but it is harder than I anticipated. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. Okay. Absolutely. Cause we're both, you and I both were randomly selected, randomly selected or asked 
to be combo teachers. Yes, voluntold. Voluntold the Saturday before school started. Yes. And uh, it was a big surprise. It was a big surprise. Yeah. And, and I've never taught fourth grade before. Um, and you taught second, mm -hmm. um, and the teacher at our school that got comboed fifth, sixth has taught both those grade levels before. And I, there was no way I was going to say, no, I can't do this. Cause I've never taught fourth before. I was just going to suck it up and do it. We and do it. Yep. Yeah. The nice thing is I've got a loop with a bunch of kids and that's been way cool. Cause those fourth graders, although I don't know the curriculum, you know, it's a good learning opportunity for me, but the, it's fun to have those kids again. Yeah, I got, so I'm doing one, two. And so I, I brought a few of my students up and then a few of the other, I, I didn't feel comfortable just saying, I'm going to take this kid, this kid, this kid. So I didn't either. Yeah. That was um, hard. So we talked to a few parents. Would you, <laughs> I actually had you call one of them um, and <laughs> yeah. said, would you ask her if her daughter would be okay being in my classroom again? And, and, and if she doesn't, yes. <laughs> if she doesn't want to, it's not going to hurt my feelings. So yeah, giant. Yes. Which was, it made me feel good. Um, that was, those were hard phone calls to make too. Yeah. Cause we had, so all of us combo teachers and all the teachers in general, we had to call the kids and say, Hey, I'm your teacher. Here's how school's going to work. This is what it's going to look like and make sure you have your devices and stuff. But yeah. we had to call families that we've been working with, you know, for the past year online and offline and whatnot and say, Hey, guess what? Your child's being promoted to the next grade level, but I'm still their teacher. <laughs> You're stuck with <laughs> is me that okay? <laughs> that was, I had some, you know, wonderful feedback from parents and I had some feedback that was like, Oh, Good. So wait, what grade? Oh gosh. I think most of mine were, they were good. Like the parents were like, oh, that's great. Yeah. And some from uh, my partner teacher's class, Miss Brisson, uh, they were like, oh yeah, he said he knows you. So this is going to be great. Yeah. I had the and same so thing. I was the child was, yeah, same. They were from the other teacher's class and they said, oh yeah, she was my reading group teacher. I know her. And, and the kids were really excited. And I had, I had some fourth grade parents that were a little confused because they know me as a third grade teacher yeah. and they were concerned about that. And I said, I, I promise you, I will do everything I can to teach them fourth grade. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's weird teaching it a is. combo class when you don't, when you only see the kids we've, we're going on week five. Yep. And the kids have, it's been Monday through Friday online, online. seeing yeah. them through a camera. And I've been impressed. My first and second graders can log on at 840. Okay. And they, for the most part, stay on with me and we haven't had too many <laughs> hiccups. Okay. I've had one kid, um, he's at a, uh, a daycare and <laughs> they figured out that if you hit the home button on an iPad, you can leave the meat but you're still in it. You're still logged in. You're still logged in. Yeah. You can still hear everything. You just can't see them. The yeah. camera kind of goes off. They figured that out pretty fast too, yeah. didn't they? And so one of his teachers from there said, hey, um, are you done? He said, yeah. And I was yelling, no, he's not. <laughs> and he has his headphones on and I know he can hear me. And she said, so is your, is your teacher on the meeting? He goes, no. Oh. And I'm yelling at him. I was like, you know, I am on this meeting. And you better, you better tell her I am on this meeting. And he goes, she goes, so did you finish all your work? Yeah. And I'm still yelling. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> like try and be loud enough for her to hear that I'm saying something. And then she goes, okay, so we can go to recess. Okay. And he just oh. puts the iPad down and leaves. And you're still logged in. He's still He's logged still in. He's still logged call. in. I'm still <laughs> hearing everything that's happening. And I said, you know what? He's going to be in my room soon enough. Yeah. September yeah. 21st, they're coming in back. In person, here we go. Uh, so I was like, I'll get you, don't worry. 
Have you had any of that stuff where things um, have happened and you're just like, are you, like this wouldn't happen in a normal classroom? Other than the parents, the number of parents that walk around without shirts on, <laughs> like <laughs> all male, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, um, close. Mostly, we did have. Um, a female that was rather pregnant, which I've learned several of my students have pregnant moms um, walking oh. in the background. And I think it was like a bathrobe. Okay. Um, so mostly covered. This, um, it's been interesting. It's been interesting for it's sure. Been, it's been, it's been hard. Um, I've gotten to know, you know, some of their families quite a bit. Yeah. I know which parents really choose not to wear shirts, but as was pointed out to me by a colleague, you know, it's really hot outside. And if you don't have adequate air conditioning, I wouldn't hang out with a shirt on either. So I was like, I hear you. You're right. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but just funny little things. I did have, um, a step sibling, I guess in the background and a student was trying to problem solve something. And I said, okay, well share your screen with me so I can walk you through it. So he shares the screen with me and I'm walking him through it. And the stepbrother comes out of nowhere and is like poking him and bugging him and like giving him noogies and stuff. And I said, Hey, what is going on? Cause they've, they've been really good about staying separate when they're in classes. And he's yelling at his sibling, get off me, get off me. And, and I said, Hey, I know that he's not in school right now, but you need to tell him to get off you. And I can hear the stepbrother in the background saying, well, she can't see me. Your teacher can't see me. And I'm on there going, you yeah. tell him I can. Yes, I can. I can see him. And he, they're arguing now, like back and forth arguing as to whether or not I can actually see them. So then they quiz me. They're like holding fingers up in the screen. I'm like, you're in a blue shirt and tan pants. You're holding up oh the number three. Gosh. It's the number seven, the number four. I can see you. I don't know what I need to do to prove that to you. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Was so, this while other kids were also on the call? We were in a breakout, like, I say breakout room, but, you know, kind of in a small group at the time. And, okay. and most of them were working independently. So really it was just this child and I interacting. Um, <laughs> but just funny things like that. Or, you know, they've got the TV on in the background and are blatantly mm -hmm. watching. I'm like, turn it off. I can see that. Yep. Put the remote <laughs> down. Thank you. Nope. Don't pick it up. Back up. Nope. <laughs> Still see. Yes. Um, well, if you have a, a child, and even if you don't, would you consider going to a local school and dropping off, like, I don't know, cookies, Starbucks cards, something for oh, teachers? Yes. My, my son's third grade teacher, um, my wife was at home on the first day that they started, and she said it was a nightmare. And I said, yeah, I understand yeah, that. we get that. I've done that. Um, and she said, his teacher was just so good. I need to, I need to take her flowers. And I said, please do. Yeah. That would be wonderful. So, um, please thank your children's teachers. Cause it is learning a new skill that you have to perform at a very high level, very quickly. It's hard. I did have like second week of school, maybe a little girl I was worried was having an appendicitis online really? and her parents weren't home. And she is on the couch, doubled over, rocking in pain. She's on the verge of tears. And this little girl is like very studious, doesn't let anything stop her from doing her work. And I am panicking as to what to do. And then her older sister gets on. She's like, I don't know. She's really hurting right now. She's got sharp stabbing pains in the stomach. And and I had an appendicitis when I was a little kid. So I'm, yeah. I might be more sensitive to it. To, and maybe I jumped to conclusions because <laughs> of it. But well, that's okay. It was a horrible experience. Yeah. Um, sorry, I got loud there. Um, 
but I, I didn't know what to do. She's on the computer. She's by herself. I mean, her sister's there um, and but, her sister's yeah. older, but there's no parent and we couldn't get in touch with the parent right away. And it got to the point where I sat in a break. I said, go to this code. We're going to yeah. sit here together. It's just you and me. And I was so worried about her. So I like lunch came and I told my student teacher, all right, you're in charge. And you, you I bolted. drove over, I bolted. Um, I also had a dead car battery. So I ran back in the building, borrowed my teaching partner's keys, ran back out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I told the office where I was, but our counselor and our nurse were in a meeting. So I, our principal was in this meeting with them. I didn't know what to do or who to have help this little girl. So my student teacher took the reins with, um, when the kids came back and I went and very social distancing was just in the room with the child and was like, I'm here you're okay. You know, we talked about bowel movements. Have you gone to the bathroom lately? And she was like, yes, I did. And we got in touch with the mom and I was just so worried about her. But usually when they're in their classroom, you can hug them and send them down to the nurse. And it was, it was really scary for me. Um, and she's okay. It wasn't an appendicitis. Um, But there was something hurting. Something was hurting her and scaring her. And that was the part as a mom and a teacher that just struck me. She was scared. And that's why you're awesome. Oh, thank you. Because you you did. You drop and you go. Yep. And I made sure the rest of my students were okay. Yeah. (laughs) And you have a great student teacher. I have a great student teacher who. Oh, Taft is blessed with taking over. Actually, we've set it up that um, we're kind of teaching the whole class, but we break out. I break out with the first graders. She breaks out with the second graders. And it's been awesome because she's gotten to know them. And then soon we're going to switch. Awesome. And she's going to work with first graders. I'll work with second graders. Um, And they already know me. The second (laughs) graders are like, here, have someone new. (laughs) Have someone new. So, um, yeah, thank thank your children's teachers. And if you're doing it at home, if you're a homeschooling Good luck. Good luck. It's yeah, it's bless not you because right it's now. hard. Yeah, anything that you can drop off at the schools. I mean, a box of you know those pre-wrapped Rice Krispie treats oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, muffins. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. It's stressful. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Um, so that's going to lead us into something that is near and dear to my heart, beside teaching. Yes. And that's music. And which is not stressful. No. And and especially what we're going to talk about. Yes. I think it's great. So, um, I was, I've been collecting vinyls here for the side yard. If you haven't heard past episodes and I keep grabbing certain vinyls. So I had this conversation with my nephew about, um, he's starting to collect vinyls. And he said this morning, he said, the problem is I know singles. I don't know which albums are like great albums. And I said, that is the problem with your generation <laughs> that you, you don't know single. Like You, you find know the album that that single's on, you listen yeah. to the whole thing. Right. So yeah. I said, go pick up these albums. So I've collected albums that I love from start to finish. And I just realized a lot of these albums remind me of my childhood. Yes. And I've been pulling them back. And then I thought, well, Lauren's talked about music as a child and how it's influenced you. And there's certain things that you listen to at certain times. And, and so I thought we'd just talk about that. And we're also going to play some of them. So maybe you haven't heard of these artists and you're going to hear some and say, Hey, I want to go listen to them. So let's start off with your story and music. Like how does music fit into who you are? Um, and I think your story, my story are probably very different because as Dusty can tell you from being across the hall from me for years, I have 
I mean, to say zero musical ability would be an exaggeration. I have Maybe negative amounts of <laughs> musical ability. Well, you you have the ability. It's just it's just different. It's it's not on key. And, it's, I, and I respect it. <laughs> Thank you. When I'm down the hall. Yes, um, when you're further away from me. <laughs> um, but music was always played in my home and always encouraged. Um, my dad is an incredible musician. Um, I mean, he's played the saxophone for years. Uh, he got cancer in throat cancer when I was in high school and couldn't play the saxophone for after a while. And that was so hard on him. Um, yeah. so now, so my mom got him a guitar cause she realized he was a musician without an instrument, but music has always been played in my home. Um, my brother's an amazing musician. Most of my uncles are amazing. I can bang two sticks together and sometimes it makes noise. And sometimes um, on a tempo. Once in a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can barely clap on beat, but I very much enjoy listening to music. And, and you have a great music history. I do. With your family. I do. And I, you know, when I was a kid, I would listen to what's on the radio, but also, you know, was rocking out to Miles Davis and Sonny Rollins and, you know, all these greats, you know, the biggest names in our household when I was growing up was Miles Davis, Sonny Rollins and Mike and Jordan, as yes. my brother would say, because Mike, Mike and Jordan. I love it. Yeah. And, and, and he has, your dad has an incredible vinyl selection. I've been Oh told. my gosh. Yes. And I feel like I want to go over and just look You need sometime. to. He has, so my parents just retired this summer and for the past uh, year or so, they've been converting this office downstairs that was his like workspace office into his music room. And he's got these fancy new big speakers and he's got all of his equipment. And for years, you know, he took all his vinyls and put them on tapes and then he took his vinyls and put them on CDs. And now he's taking his CDs and putting them on Whatever's USBs and, and he's got, yeah, but he has a closet that used to, we used to have like games and stuff in it. And now it has, he's built shelves that are exactly the size of a CD. So it goes like floor to ceiling of CDs. Um, and it's just, it's amazing. And then there's so many vinyls and I don't know where the tapes are hiding. Cause I know we have tapes somewhere, but there's so much music in there. That's so cool. So, okay, Sean, I need to come over and see it. Please yes. invite me somewhere. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through some of the influences that you heard growing up and some that you love. And the first one you mentioned to me was Sonny Rollins. Yes. Which if you don't, well. We have an I, autographed Sonny Rollins poster in my house. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you, like, people who know Sonny Rollins know him, and if you don't, you don't. Because, I, yeah, but I would he's agree with incredible. That. And so we're going to play some stuff here in a minute. But what was when when that was played in your house, what was the reasoning or mood or or do you just remember it as it was on? It was on. And I I have fond memories of the house that I grew up in in the North End and this hideous, ugly green couch we had and just sitting on the floor <laughs> listening to music. And, you know, when I um when I grew up, we had, you know, you have the TV in your living room stuff, but yeah. not too long um, into my elementary years, my parents moved the TV out of the house and was in this like back room thing. We called it the pod because okay. um, we didn't watch a lot of TV. So the main thing in our living room was music because we moved the TV out. So the TV wasn't even in the house. It was, you had to go out the back door and into this garage where they converted into a room to watch TV. So we did, we just didn't watch a lot of TV. That's so cool. But there was music. There was always music playing. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to listen to Sonny Rollins. I, uh, I picked out 
um, on the sunny side of the street. Yes. Perform, uh, recorded 1957. Yeah. So we're not talking new stuff. We're talking old stuff. Yes. So and it was old when I was growing up, but it was yeah. just beautiful. So we're going to play that one. Uh, here you go. I can, I can just, as, as a kid, even that, I can hear that playing like in my old house, shag carpet and all that stuff. Oh, we didn't have a shag carpet, but I can, I can picture like listening to that and my, my dad on his knees with next to my brother, because my brother learned saxophone really young too. And he would teach him these things, you know, and and he didn't learn saxophone necessarily at school. He learned it from my dad and then he took it in in school later. And now my dad is teaching my son to play. I went to their house the other day and my son is playing. It was like Mary had a little lamb or something like that. He's seven and he's just belting it out on the sax. I love it. That's so cool. I, I wish we would do more music. We've, we've done music. My boys, Kara has played Hamilton forever. And so we've been, you know, the boys sing that and, and listen to it. And I like that. I think I need to put that back. It like, here's yeah. music that you need to appreciate. And that one, he, people need to appreciate that. Yes. Um, yeah. Sonny Rollins, crazy. Awesome. Okay. So then you, you told me another <laughs> one, which I well, mean, you I asked like about you, music and my brain was just exploding after that. And I, yeah. And because that's how it should be. Your yeah. brain you go, this song, this song, this song. So you have a, a somewhat popular, people should know, Herbie Hancock. Yeah. For many Or at reasons. least know the name. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially from, uh, uh, oh, shoot, what is it? Tommy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Sign your John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. Right? Yes. Um, you should know it at least from that. But what, uh, what was it about Herbie Hancock that was interesting or, I don't know, set him apart for you? Well, and I... You know, I remember my dad would just be so jazzed about this stuff. Like, mind the pun there, but <laughs> but he'd just be so excited. He's like, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. And he'd get so excited about music that even as a kid in like late elementary and junior high, even if I thought it was a really stupid song and I didn't want to listen to it and I'd rather be doing something else. Yeah. He's so excited about it that you can't just blow it off. And then you listen to it and you're like, okay, you're right. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet song. And even better now when you listen back so to it. So much better. And as an adult, like I listen to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I remember that. And my kids love this song now. My son will request this song. He's like, why don't they play this on the radio, mom? I'm like, you know what? But <laughs> I don't sucks. know. They We're should. clearly listening to the wrong radio station if we haven't heard, you know, Watermelon Man yet Watermelon today. Watermelon Man. That's the one we're going to listen to. Watermelon oh, Man. Love Such that one. Such a good song. Okay. Here we go with Watermelon. By the way, if you are still listening to us at 1.5, uh, you need to stop and put it down to one to appreciate this song. So listen to us at normal speed and appreciate Watermelon Man.
I mean, I, I wanted to sh- shout out. That's so cool. That line right there. That line right there. Oh, in my it's head so at that last little part of me, I was going, what a melon, man. <laughs> it's so good. So Herbie Hancock, um, I think, got lost for a little while, meaning people forgot how awesome he was. And then he came back with um, songs with newer artists. So he did, he recorded a song with John Mayer. And I didn't know that until tonight. Yeah. That's crazy. And that song is not on Spotify. Oh. It's, it's kind of hard to find. So you can find it on YouTube. Um, I remember hearing it and thinking, okay, John Mayer. It's John Mayer, but it's also Herbie Hancock. So I'm going to play you Stitched Up in case you haven't heard it. I and haven't. if you love it, you guys need to go listen. So here is Stitched Up with John Mayer and Herbie Hancock. It was the right time She was the real thing I had to walk away See? Don't wanna be stitched up Out of my mind Feeling strung out Lagging behind all Trapped in Can't do a thing Because I'm locked down So that came out 2005. Really? Yeah. So wow. when you have like Herbie Hancock in the 60s and now he's recording in 2005 with the, you know, John Mayer was huge at that time. Yeah. And he recorded with a bunch of others. I'm, I'm glad. I think some people said, oh, Herbie Hancock, and then went back and rediscovered how oh, awesome he was. Oh, I hope so. Um, okay. And then you, and then this last <laughs> one you gave me, yeah, I honestly, a bit I, of a hadn't, story. I hadn't heard of him. We get, not many people have. No. And then you started, I said, okay, give me some songs. And you started naming songs. And I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> so tell me about Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan Richmond. Um, like I said, I've grown up with him. I have known Jonathan Richmond forever. And I love Jonathan Richmond. <laughs> I wrote him a letter when I was in, I think, junior high and told him how much I loved him and that I would love to have like an autographed picture or something like that. He wrote me a handwritten letter back. And then on the envelope, it said, I forgot you asked for a picture. And he drew a picture of himself. Um, <laughs> I will awesome. I will send you a picture of it when I get home okay. because we need to show everyone. It's I love it. And I've seen him play um, the Neurolux. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I've seen him play here in town um, as an adult. Uh, different music than what I listened to as a kid. Um, but still just that familiarity of Jonathan Richmond. So yeah. I have to tell you, my, my dad is, I mean, he's a huge music buff, but he's also very like, He's pretty conservative and he's, he's very quiet and he often wears a lot of like dark colors. I mean, my mom and I used to go in his drawer and like mix it, like put all the black and dark blue shirts on the bottom and all the red and green ones <laughs> up on top no. like, <laughs> yeah, just to kind of throw a little more color and spice to his life. Um, but he's just, he's very quiet and, and he listens, um, but he's not super outspoken. So yeah. when he was getting his, um, teaching degree actually that he, he didn't use, but he was getting his teaching degree. At the same time my mom was, um, they were just getting to know each other and they were not even dating at the time, I don't think. And, and he said, oh, have you guys heard about that? The abominable snowman down by the supermarket. And I love listening to my mom tell the story because she's like, here's this guy who's, you know, so straight laced and he's talking crazy about the abominable snowman down by the peas and carrots. And then he had them listen to it and they're like, oh my gosh, you have lost it. And wherever you found this CD, it's just. It's crazy. It's so good. I've grown up listening to all these crazy, hilarious Jonathan Richmond songs forever. And my dad makes mixed CDs for us all the time. 
And I, I have mix CDs for Christmas and birthdays for years and years. And now my kids now make him a mix CD every year for Father's Day. And That's it's, right. You were telling me about that. Oh, yeah. So it's this crazy compilation of it's a mix between like popular songs on the radio that my kids like. Yeah. Um, kids movie soundtrack songs that they like, like <laughs> Lego Batman. Which is an amazing. Oh, yeah. And then... <laughs> um, and then songs from like my childhood that I've reintroduced to the kids. Okay. And then he'll make them CDs back. Like oh. they just go back and forth. And so it's so much fun. That's my kids so call cool. him Bubba. And so we have like Bubba CDs oh, Bubba. one through five. I don't know, maybe one through four, something like that. But they're great CDs. But it's like the wild greatest hits. Yes, it's <laughs> exactly it. But Bubba's greatest hits. <laughs> but on every CD that my dad has ever made for me, for my brother, for any for my kids, there is always a Jonathan Richmond song on there. And why not? Once you always. hear this, you're going to know why. Oh, I made my brother a mix CD when he graduated um, high school and went to college. And the first song was I'm a Little Dinosaur by Jonathan Richmond. And it makes me cry every time. It's so beautiful. <laughs> So these songs came out in 1977. Yeah. And yeah, you said, I said, what songs? And you go, oh, Here Come the Martians. Yep. It's like, okay, Abominable Snowman in the Supermarket. Yes. And then my favorite, which we're going to play for you, called Dodge Vegomatic. Oh, I love this song. Which I was like, okay. Like, I'm, I can just hear it in my head right now. Well, we're going to listen to it. <laughs> so here's Dodge Vegomatic by Jonathan Richmond. I'm going to tell you about the car that I just bought. That was so, it's I so interesting. <laughs> it's got, as I listened to it, I was like, okay, that's a little, um, Violet Femmes ish. Yeah. But a lot of his songs, I mean, they're just, they're so interesting and different and fun. Oh, and they all are fun and they have such a fun story and he's got a wide range too. I mean, he played by himself for a while and he played with the Modern Lovers for a while and he's, there are some songs that that I researched later, like in junior high, I was telling a friend about it and I was like, Oh yeah, here's a CD of his. And then the first song is I'm dancing a lesbian bar. And I was like, I did not Whoops. listen to that with my dad when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's got some new ones. That's he left most, that one out. That's his most popular by the way, which is also, a, I suggest you go look it up cause it's a hilarious song. It is. It's yeah. so, yeah, he's and interesting. He's great. Thank you for exposing us to new music, but Absolutely. all those, I mean, it was jazzy, and then we go to Jonathan Richmond, which is just fun and interesting, and I love it. So thank you for sharing your oh, music you. journey from childhood, and I love that it's it's still being exposed to your boys. Oh, yeah. I, and so yeah, your boys will know them and say, oh, you guys need to listen to this, yes. and their friends are going to say. Let me know if you need anything, no. Jonathan Richmond, child-appropriate recommendations, because okay. I we got can a do that. plethora of them that I love. Your so, turn. My turn. Yes. So, I was, so I've been on this vinyl kick and, um, I got this latest one by Sam Cooke. If you've never heard of Sam Cooke, he sings, um, old 1960s songs. You send me Cupid, draw back your bow. <laughs> yes. Right. So he sings all these songs and I, I love them because when I was young, my dad and I had season tickets to the Sacramento Kings. 
and we sat up at the very top, very top of Arco Arena and and watched games. And so I just remember we would leave from Fairfield, California and drive to Sacramento and we'd listen to the oldies station. And um, and then we'd watch the game and then I would just remember driving back. Sometimes I'd fall asleep. I wouldn't. And we would just listen to these songs. And so I came upon Sam Cooke. And so I brought my dad in. I said, hey, I got a new record. Aww. And I started putting it on. And then he goes, oh, oh yeah. Nice. I said, Dad, these are the songs that I remember in the car. Such good memories. From driving. He said, yeah. And so I played him a few. And he said, oh, I didn't know he sang all of these songs. So he's had crazy awesome hits. So I'm going to take you down my journey right now, which is going to start with Sam Cooke because it's his soul. I just put the record on and I just do whatever in my in this little recording area or even in the house. So I'm going to play um, Bring It On Home, which came out what 1962. Such a good song. It's going to bring back memories for you. I bet you don't even know. But this I'm is ready. Sam Cooke, Bring It On Home. So Sam Cook, Love it. So smooth. It is smooth. It's so smooth. And so I got into listening to him. And then my buddy Jason and I have been also, we've been buying these different records. And hey, check these guys out. Check these guys out. And so um, so then he said, oh, I've heard a band that, or a guy that sounds like that, but he's newer. And I said, okay, tell me more. Um, and I don't know if you've ever heard Leon Bridges. Have you ever seen, heard him? I know the name. I'm really bad with names of things. So when you asked about so, names too, I was like, oh, this is going to take me a while. But then, but then, you know, the word vomit starts where you're like, yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. I've got all this. I know this guy. Yeah. So Leon Bridges, um, he, he's released a few albums, but 2015, he came out with Coming Home. And I'm going to play you the title track from that because I heard it the first time and I thought, I, I feel like I've heard it, but I haven't because it's okay. brand new. So 2015, but you're going to hear this and think, He's an old soul. Like it just oh, oh, so that. good. Okay. Leon Bridges coming home. Baby, baby, baby. I'm coming home to your tender sweet love and you're my one and only one. The world needs a bit of taste. In my mouth, girl, you're the only one that I want Wanna be right How smooth is that? Oh my gosh, you're so it's right about so, old soul It's so smooth, it's got the old sound to it I can like um, picture the doo-wop girls in the background <laughs> with the right? hair and the dresses, right? yes So that came up recently, our friends, uh, past visitor Ethan, um He's been coming over and we've been watching this new show on HBO called Lovecraft Country. Okay. And it is 
it is awesome, but it plays some of these old soul songs. And I was like, I recognized one and it just got me back into the loop of finding new people. And so I want to go like sit on a porch with some spiked lemonade and well, that's listen why to music. I have the vinyl. We yes, have the record player. I love here. It. It's, this is meant for we get some friends over here and just put on some vinyl yes. and just hang out. So um, and then of all people to introduce <laughs> me to this next person, our principal. Oh. Our principal, He's got great taste in music. He has incredible taste in music. He has great taste. He makes us a CD around Christmas. Yes. And this last year, he almost didn't make one. Did you hear that? He wasn't no. sure if people liked it. And he asked me, and I very selfishly said, people love it because <laughs> I love it. Because he does. He does a great job of making these Christmas CDs. He's always done it, and I'm always glad he does. So he, he called me in. I was passing. He goes, hey, 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 come here. And he said, have you ever heard of... Leanne LaHavas. No. And I said, nope, I haven't. He said, okay, you're going to need to look her up and listen to her. And I said, okay. And so I did. And I, again, was like, what the heck? How do I miss these people? What year are we talking? Um, oh, 2020. What? Just recently. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, Leanne LaHavas. It's called Bittersweet. It's kind of her big song on the album. But again, like, you're going to hear it and think... Newer, but still old. But old soul. Yeah. Love it. So here we go. This is Leanne LaHavas with Bittersweet. Please stop asking. Do you still love me? Don't have much to say. Let's speak in the morning. Please don't do this. I'm too far away. Don't know what to tell you, babe. No more hanging around. So um, I, I talked beautiful. to Tim the other day, and I said, that is an album I need on vinyl. And he, he said in this interview he heard with her, um, most of her fans, uh, listeners, buy her album on vinyl because that's kind of how they... They're doing it. Vinyl has outsold CDs for the first time in a very long time. That's impressive. Last month. It reminds me of, and I can't, I just, just look at the, the artist. I can't remember, but um, the song about popsicle toes. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <sighs> popsicle toes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, it's an inappropriate song for children. <laughs> but she's, oh, okay. But I got you. She talks about her popsicle toes <laughs> and, and the, it's just this smooth, beautiful female artist and, uh, yeah. The second I get done with this, I, it's going to pop into my head. Oh, that or my dad is, you know, I'm going to call him and he's going to go, oh, obviously it's oh, this. <laughs> how, duh, how could you ever forget that? But yeah, it's just that smooth, beautiful, rich, old soul voice. It I is. love it. So, so that's kind of where I've been going with music. So I'm going to just name, because we don't have all the time to play all these songs, though I wish I could. Um, and I'm going to try to say this guy's name right. Ben La... La Uncle Soul. He's a French soul singer. Okay. So good. Um, Alan Stone. If you've never heard Alan Stone, he's a, a white guy with very long blonde hair and an incredible voice. I incredible have to look voice. Him up. Okay. Alan Stone. Alan Stone. Okay. And then this last one, Marcus King, my, my buddy Jason sent this to me and said, Hey, listen to this guy. And he's just a, a big guy, country, big sideburns. And I was like, um, Okay. Country soul. Oh, so it's yes. soul, and then yes. he has some like more um, 
Chris Stapleton kind of country sounds, but even Stapleton, I was listening to an Etta James song today and she has songs that it sounds like Chris Stapleton took <laughs> because they're similar, like <laughs> yeah. soul feel. So Marcus King, you should check him out. So okay. here's what I did for all of our listeners on Spotify. There is a side yard sidebar profile. Yes. So it's not just if you search, you find the podcast. There's also a profile and in that profile. I have created Side Yard Soul. Oh, you're amazing. It's a, uh, it's a playlist. Now I have to learn how to use Spotify. There you go. It's a playlist <laughs> with it. some of these songs and some others. And I have been told that I do a pretty good job of creating playlists. You do. Um, I've known you quite a while. You absolutely do. And I, and I love to find, so we had, I remember we had a big back to school party out here and I put this like three hour playlist together and I had a few different husbands of teachers come over and say, I can't believe you just had that song on. That's awesome. Or wow, you've had this and you've had this. Yes. So, um, so side yard sidebar, it's the profile. And within that profile, I have side yard Christmas. Yes. Um, very good. Which is very good. And, um, side yard soul. And so we're just going to put out just add to it. side yard playlists. Um, yeah. And hopefully you like it. So music is such a powerful thing. Oh, it's huge. And and I think I put the title smooth music, uh, to relax your mind. Yeah. Cause all this we stuff always, you put on and just, we chill, all need right? that right now. Yeah. So go follow the profile, go follow or download the playlist. If you need some fun stuff, I'll put out some more, but you were saying earlier, there's, we've covered like jazz soul and then. <laughs> And, and Jonathan, Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan Richmond. Let's see, he's his own category. <laughs> he is. He is his own category. Yes. But then you said there's other songs that had specific purposes in your house. Like you only heard this song when you were doing something. Yes. So um, I think we just kicked something. I think I did. It's okay. Okay. Um, yes. So in my house, um, dishes, like, you know, you finish a big meal and you do the dishes or whatever. Credence Clearwater is, I mean, if you're going to do yeah. dishes, especially like Thanksgiving dinner when there's so many dishes ah. to do, yeah, you cannot do Thanksgiving dishes without CCR playing. And it needs to be fairly loud. Yeah. Um, if I'm having a rough day, um, and I think this is also because my mom, it's, there's either like some Tracy Chapman in the car or something like that. Cause you got to listen to some Tracy Chapman in the car when it's been a long, rough day. And it yeah. just fixes things. I just thought I just thought of another one that um, I've told my principal about, and also I told our office manager Cynthia about them. And then Carrie, who's the other uh, work uh, person in the office, she goes, "Oh, I've heard of them." And oh, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> so they're called black the black pumas. The black pumas. Black pumas. No, I haven't heard of them. Um, if you want to just go buy that album right now. It'll be totally worth it. Favor. Oh nice. my okay. gosh, it's so good. It's so good. I told my buddy Jason about it and he went and bought it and said, I've not stopped listening to so it. So I'm going to have to tell my dad not to listen to this podcast until after Christmas. So I will have something to buy him for Christmas <laughs> yeah. and his birthday because otherwise he's going to own it all by, you know, next Thursday. Yep. Because he will say, okay, and he'll get it and he'll, and, it, and then it'll just start him back down a rabbit hole. Oh yeah. Who else can I get? Who else I love can I music find? rabbit so, holes. Um, yeah, so if you have recommendations, I'm going to put up different album covers on the on the uh, Instagram page this week. If you have some, DM us or, or comment, hey, check this band out, hey, check this band out. And I know my friend Matt, who's in Tennessee, in Nashville, he's going to actually come onto the podcast on Thanksgiving when he's back in Boise. But um, 
I cannot wait to talk to him about the music scene in Nashville. And I know he's going to have guys and or bands could be ladies right, that we've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. That we've never heard of that. Yes. I want to hear. So Matt, start making a list. Cause I want to hear some of your, your recommendations. So, um, Thank you for joining me on this. Oh, thank you so much. Um, and I can't wait to go home now and listen to the Spotify thing because it's going to take me forever to look up all these different artists. Yeah, I'll just put them in there. Yeah, and I love I just, it. Thank I you. can't believe I forgot to put the Black Puma, so I got to go put those on in just a minute, all their songs, or at least a few of them. So, um, yeah, thanks for filling in and joining us. Lauren's going to come back pretty often and co-host, and she's got stories. She's got a story that will... <laughs> She's got multiple stories I have a lot. that will keep you on the edge of your seat the whole entire time. And I know that because I've heard them and I've been <laughs> on the edge of my seat the whole entire time. So Lauren, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. And we're going to do this again very soon. Yes. And I will bring more Truly Lemonade for you. Oh, yes. Score. Yes. And we're going to Or I'll bring to some ice cream and we'll have some Not Your Father's Root Beer Floats or something. Even better. Uh, Even yeah, better. All good. Okay, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode. Pass it on to some friends. Tell them, hey, check out the Side Yard Sidebar. Listen on Spotify. Send us your recommendations, and you'll hear from us soon.